Nick. Flanagan. Weekly. Nick. Flanagan. Weekly. Nick. Flanagan. Weekly. Four times a week for you. Hello party people! Welcome to Nick Flanagan Weekly, your four times a week party in your mouth and your ears with your host, comedian, actor, writer, goddamn chef, Mr. Nick Flanagan, serving hot beats since 2000. Where were you for Y2K? Where were you? Where were you at Y2K when the bombs didn't go off, when the lights didn't go out, just when there were fireworks like usual? 2,000 years of pain and suffering slavery. 2,000 years engaging with our bravery. 2,000 years the robots sunk inside us slowly and they are not exactly what we expected. The robots so unexciting. The robots are unexciting. 21st century biggest disappointments. Unexciting robots. Hi, welcome to Nick Flanagan Weekly. I'm Nick Flanagan. I hope you had flan, flan listening to that song. I uh, I had a good time. That was off the dome, always off the dome. You know what? If you're not off the dome, you're not in my group. You gotta be off the dome. You gotta not be afraid to just throw it all down. I had a comedy show, as occurs sometimes last Friday, where the audience writes out topics. And they act like they're playing a game of cards against humanity. Which I've never played, but believe me, I understand what it is. So I had to try to make a lemonade out of lemons. I had to take these... Topics like tequila in Mexico. Someone had to do Millhouse's parents' divorce. And one that I skipped was called Pooh Mangina. Let's just say that wasn't my most favorite improvising session I've done my whole life. But you know, live and learn. Die and don't learn. <laughs> That's why we gotta keep living, because once you die, you can't learn. Or... Do you learn all the secrets of the universe? I wish we had answers about the afterlife. That would definitely impact. That would definitely impact. I'm trying to do my <laughs> season, sorry. That would definitely impact how I would treat my life. He's a good guy. Um, finally went back to the gym last week. I went to the Jewish Community Center. Jewish Community Center for Jewish Community. Happy Holocaust Remembrance Day weekend. And I'm not kidding you. I hope you celebrated it or honored it is the better way to put it. Don't celebrate it. Then you're one of the bad guys. Honor it. Anyway, <laughs> went to the Jewish Community Center, the JCC, last week. The same place where I went to for preschool. The same place where I went to for preschool and played with David Cronenberg's son, Brandon. Brandon, you have an open invite to do the podcast. I'll talk about that in a second. I'll tell you about the JCC first. Oh, it's so nice. 
Everyone makes a big deal. They got a saltwater pool. What's what's so great about these saltwater pools? I can't drink the water. What happens? I guess you could wash your mouth, you know, gargle with the water if you feel like you have a cold. But you shouldn't be in a pool, a public pool, if you think you have a cold. So you can't do it. They got a sauna. They got a steam room. They got them elliptical machines. I hit the elliptical machines, and I haven't exercised for a while. So I just did 25 minutes, but damn, it felt good. And look, I'm Jewish. Sad to think that uh, I, I'm technically not going to continue the line. If I have children, it's very likely they will be one-fourth Jewish. And then true Jewish people will say, you're no longer one of us to the son or daughter, whom I'm theoretically having, but probably not having. Anyway, for now I'm Jewish, and I can say this, that perhaps because it was the Jewish Community Center, there was a little more kvetching in the locker room than I expected. That's all. Uh, You know, go to these other places, Planet Fitness, Good Life, Equinox, the Goyim. They're not complaining. They got their heads down. They're doing worse things, though. They're, like, listening to music, uh, watching videos on their iPhones. So I'm kvetching about them. But, yeah, I just thought in the JCC there was a lot of discussion of uh, the minutiae that was bothering them. Look, I'm going to move on because it feels like a bad thing to rag on my fellow uh, Israelites. Um, So close to this uh, anniversary of this horrific event. Um, Which reminds me, I was... uh, asked to do an accent this week and uh, the basis for the accent they sent an email seriously they sent an email where they used uh, Rafe Fines and Schindler's List as the example I'm not offended I just think it's funny I wish ADD people were there's like two kinds of ADD ADHD types I've found there's people who were diagnosed early and got a handle on it and barely notice anything about it and are just like this is cool it's kind of hard but this is cool and then there's people who are like once they find out about it they're just like obsessed with it that's me right now they're just like oh I'm blinking so much because I have ADD oh the reason I forgot my mother's birthday, ADD. Oh, the reason I write 2018 still on all of the new episodes of my podcast, ADD. Very different than writing 2018 on your checks because these podcasts are not money makers. although I do have a Patreon. <coughs> Patreon.com slash newfangin. And by the way, in case you're listening to this for the first time, um... Sometimes this is it. There's no guests. I just talk about some stuff. There's music playing in the background, and then we go about our day. It's just a fun time. That's why I do it four days a week. No muss, no fuss. Some fuss. Make a fuss about the podcast. going to do a little homework off the top. Um, the show's on Alexa now. That's kind of exciting, isn't it? I just got the news yesterday. I put the um, podcast up, submitted it to Alexa. So if you have the Amazon Home assistant or whatever, Alexa, 
the machine that talks to you. You just go Nick Flanagan, podcast Nick Flanagan, Nick Flanagan, and then it'll play the newest episode, perhaps this very episode. So if you have a friend who's like an, an addict for Alexa, tell them all about this. It's snowing like heck outside. I don't like it. I like the snow. I just don't like vehicles combined with the snow. Frankly, I do like the weather. I like the wind and the the frost. And I was even driving today. Not fun, but interestingly challenging. I liked all of it. I just didn't like the public transit I had to do in the snow. The getting from A to B. If I had nowhere to go and was just wandering in the snow, that would be, kind of be fun. But someone last week said something that was very profound to me. I was present in a room and someone said this, that, uh, you know, to them, winter is, they never feel the same. From the beginning of winter, by the end of winter, they feel changed. And I think that's such an amazing thing about the seasons that I'm just starting to wrap my head around having, being back in them is you're noticing the changes in yourself to some extent, achievements, lack of achievements, lack of muscle tone, new muscle tone, noticing new seasons of your favorite television shows. No, I don't know. I'm just saying, you know, even from November to now, I'm like, wow, like I am going to feel different by come March or whenever the winter decides to go away. It's kind of amazing. So yeah, change. What's changing in your life? I think I found a few more white hairs. Uh, well, I should call them gray hairs, right? A few more on my temples. Uh, if my body is a temples. Well, my temples are a temples. My body is one temple. How does all that work? Indiana don't... Indiana Jones and the temples of groomed. What that would be would be Harrison Ford and the hair around his temples would just be perfectly plucked. Very good. Very, very good. <laughs> Did I even finish the... Oh, yeah. I guess what I'm saying is I wish more people with ADD who are of the type who've got a handle on it, that kind of uh, muscle memory handle on it, would um, kind of really take the time to publicly advocate for the disorder itself. Um, I don't think there's a deficit, and I only think the word disorder is accurate because it, it does create disorder. For instance, conversationally, what I've been doing since the beginning of this podcast, it's like you got to throw those words uh, down on the ground, print them out, throw those words out, and then rearrange it. And you will have a very cogent, good segue conversation. But right now it's like 1 to 9 to 11 to 14. I know I said 9 and 11 there, but that's not a subtext. I'm not trying to subtweet the horrors of 9-11. Why, is there, why are there so many horrors? Who invent? Was it Cain and Abel? Was that what started this whole thing? Just so much murder and mayhem, you know? Got a hold of a pretty cool video game this week. State of Emergency? Anyone ever remember that game? It was by the makers of Grand Theft Auto. It came out around the same time as like Vice City. And State of Emergency, 
this is like 2003, 2002, so sort of around the G7, as protests were starting to kind of ramp up about the Iraq War, everybody was feeling very um, revolutionary. And Rockstar capitalized on this by basically making a game where you were fighting the government, and every level is a different riot. You're always in a riot, and you have to, like, smash windows of stores. It's a very amoral game. I mean, theoretically, it's you fighting against the repressive state, but in reality, it's just you rioting. So I've been playing that to blow off steam, and it's been pretty fun. It's taken my brain out of a state of emergency. What's your view of video games? Do you think that they create the violence? Or that they're kind of unrelated? I don't know where I stand on that, but it's somewhere closer to... It ain't the video games. It's the parents. I ain't no role model. I mean, if I left the house and could be seen, maybe I'd become a role model, but right now I'm just a role model to the cat Manny. Hey, my mom's going to Oaxaca, Mexico tomorrow morning. I hope I'm not keeping her awake podcasting so late at night. You ever been to Oaxaca? What should I tell her to do? She is the most industrious 71-year-old since Bernie Sanders. Or Donald, not Donald Trump. Everyone is hating Bernie Sanders right now. Not everyone, but there is like a large segment of people saying, Bernie, your time has passed Get out of here. Go over to back to Vermont with you, Mr. Sanders. I don't know where I stand on all this. I like the young lady. EOC. Thought it was pretty suspicious. She said Nintendo 64 was the best video game system. She did a live stream recently where she played like Donkey Kong Country. It hurts to say that about a politician. From the word did a live stream on, it just feels like society and culture is pretty much at a point of no return. But as she said, the Nintendo 64 was her favorite system. There's nothing that the only. My friend, I had an argument with my friend the other day. He said that because the Link game Ocarina of Time is on it, that it's already a great system, much better than Sega Saturn. Sega Saturn is underrated. Nintendo 64 is overrated. Sometimes I wish I had one of those talking skeletons in my room. You know, there's certain corners of pop culture. Mostly the Owl TV show, which I don't know if you got in America, but in Canada, um, we got this show called Owl TV, and there was like a talking skeleton, the kind that was in anatomy classes. I wish I had one of those as my friends right now, just in my room hanging out, telling me my ideas were good, lying to me to boost my (laughs) self-esteem. You know what would be cute, too? I'd hide my pills in its mouth. I'd call him Bonesy. Oh, I'd call him Dr. Bones. Dr. Bones, Dr. Bones, calling Dr. Bones. Maybe he'd say things. God damn it, Nick, I'm a skeleton, not a doctor. I can't prescribe you these pills, but if you open my mouth, you can take the pills. They're in my mouth. 
I think if I were president, I would set up a situation with free health care, right? But the only thing is that if you go to a pharmacist to get the free pills, you have to take them out of the pharmacist's wet mouth. Because in my world, you got to work that you got to do some work for those pills. Then you got to drop the pills in some sort of sterilizing agent. I'm not sure how that works. Or we only hire pharmacists who are have very clean mouths. Either way, you're getting healed. Vote for me. Some fun stuff to do in winter includes shaving every day, running up and down the stairs, shoveling, watching all the godfathers in all the languages it's been translated into, telling random people that The Sopranos is good and they should keep going with it even though they hate the first season because it's too 90s. Another fun winter thing to do is um, carve an ice sculpture of yourself. Send it to your worst enemy. What do you do for winter? Even if it's summer where you are and you're in Los Angeles, or as one of my listeners seems to be in Iran, what do you do for winter? Tell me! How do you get through it? weeklypodcast at gmail.com write me there and yeah if you want to become a member on patreon nickflanagan.com slash patreon.com slash nickflanagan gonna put some stuff up I swear I swear I swear um it's like five dollars a month if you want I really hope you just have the greatest week of your life you step out the front door tomorrow Someone throws you a news- newspaper book. Kid throws you a newspaper. You pick it up. You're on the front page and it says person of the year. Wow, what a way to start your year. You're already the person of the year. Now that tomorrow you wake up, there's a hundred thousand massage gift certificates slipped under your door by a secret admirer. I hope tomorrow Warren Beatty invites you to a chalet that he owns. And he says, I don't have to come, but if you want me to, I will. If you know if Warren listens to the podcast, let me know. I'd love to know that one of my listeners was the great Warren Beatty, brother of Shirley MacLaine, who is so beautiful in the film The Apartment. Thanks to anyone who listened to Pat Bercher getting interviewed yesterday. Zoe Dodd interviewed last week. Check out those interviews. I've got a playlist on my SoundCloud for this of just the interview episodes I've done. All of them were fun. Maybe the sound quality slowly increases. I don't know. All right. Have a great night. Or day. Afternoon. Twilight. Dusk. Dawn. Let's all wish my mother a safe flight tomorrow and hope that it doesn't get delayed or canceled. Tell me everything you know about Oaxaca. Live your life. Oh, man. Nick. Oh, God. Flanagan. Oh, God. Weekly. Oh, man. Nick. Oh, God. Flanagan. Oh, man. Weekly. Oh, God. 
Nick Flanagan Weekly Four times a week for you